Hello, welcome to the Taffy Marino podcast. I'm your host, Taffy, and I'm so glad that you joined me. Together, we are going to empower and encourage one another to do the good things God planned for us long ago. Let's get started. So happy to have you here today, and I hope last week was a blessing to you. I hope that um, it challenged you a little bit, and this week that you have been very aware of the words that you're saying, and, and God's just speaking to your heart about that. So this week, I'm I'm sure you've noticed by the title of the episode that we're talking about gossip and slander. Does it matter? Um, I'll go ahead and answer that question for you real quick. It matters. In fact, it matters a lot more than I think a lot of us realize, but we're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about it today. We're going to, um, understand a little more, and then I think we're going to walk away stronger and we're going to walk away, um, as people who do not participate in gossip or slander um, anymore. And if it does happen, we are going to quickly repent and turn away from it. So let's just go ahead and and get right into this. Um, I'm going to start off with giving you the definition of gossip and slander. So gossip means a casual or unconstrained conversation or reports about other people, typically involving details that are not confirmed as being true, idle talk or rumor, especially about the personal and private affairs of others. The two um, things that are emphasized in gossip uh, seem to be idleness and privacy. Now, I do want to point out to you that um, gossip may have some truth. There may be um, some truthful elements or bits and pieces of truth. I say that because um, the very nature of gossip, um, I believe, is to to carry lies. And um, and and a lot of times, even if we think that we completely understand or have all the details or all the information, um, we do not. And, and I I'll give a good example for you to maybe realize. Um, sometimes, you know, early on when my husband and I would would counsel people, um, in marriage counseling, we would notice that you know, we would come to a, maybe a, an area or a point of contention and we would begin to discuss that. And, um, they had very differing point of views, some to the point that it was so blatant. The story was so different that we were like, okay, somebody, th- this isn't just seeing things differently. Someone, I, I cannot be telling the truth. It, it couldn't just be like a version, a different version. It's just, that's not true. 
And so that's like, that's firsthand information. But I think sometimes, you know, the Bible says, be careful how you hear a thing. Because the way you hear it's going to interpret the information, uh, how you process the information that you're getting. So gossip may have some truthful elements, but it really is a lie. And that that's one of the reasons that it is so damaging. Um, also just the very nature of it, of gossip. Um, slander is the sharing or speculation and hearsay about someone that results in a negative depiction of another person and a decline in their reputation. Um, the purpose is to destroy this person's reputation or this, um, whatever's being talked about to destroy their reputation. So you can talk about a person. Slander can be against a person. It can be against a community. It can be against a church. It can be against an organization. Um, and, and it's meant to destroy them and the reputation. I want to cover a couple of scriptures. Um, so I feel like gossip, um, again, it, it really, will highlight the idleness of gossip. So I want to read you a couple of scriptures that talk about that. First Timothy 5.13 says, And besides, they learn to be idle, wandering about from house to house, and not only idle, but also gossips and busybodies, saying things which they ought not. 2 Thessalonians 3.10 says, For even when we were with you, we commanded you this, If anyone will not work, neither shall he eat. For we hear that there are some who walk among you in a disorderly manner, not working at all, but are busybodies. So idleness really goes hand in hand, or can go hand in hand, with being a busybody and a gossip. There is a really cool, I'm not going to read it to you for sake of time, but there is a really cool um, poem, I would call it, by um, Theodore Roosevelt called Man in the Arena. And it talks about, it's the man who actually is in the arena doing something not those who are watching him, basically sitting idly by, criticizing him and talking about how they would or could do it better. Um, when we're really busy, when we are doing what we're supposed to be doing, we don't have time to concern ourselves with other people's um, perf performance. Uh, we're just doing, we're just trying to do the work that the Lord has given us. And, um, it really takes that, that idleness and, and gossip out, um, of the equation. So why I'm, I want to dig a little deeper into why we don't have a lot of time that gossip and slander is so harmful. Um, a tell bearer is one who murders with the tongue. I know that's tough. 
Negative gossip destroys the reputation of those who are being gossiped about. It also hinders their forward progress by making them one with their sin rather than separating them from their sins. Gossip and slander will keep the victim of gossip or slander in bondage to ongoing scrutiny, and at its furthest extent, a person's life can be ruined as a result of gossip and spreading rumors. Um, you know, I recognize that this is, this is really against the nature of God. It is not who he is. God um, is one who has taken us, and, and when we come to him, he takes, um, he provided a way for our sin not only to be forgiven, um, but he then covered us with righteousness and salvation. So when we were in sin, we were really exposed. Think of Adam and Eve. They recognized that the anointing that had been covering them after they sinned was gone. And now they were exposed and naked. And what happened because of that? They were ashamed. Sin causes shame. And gossip will cause shame in the person who is who is speaking it and the person who is um, being gossiped about. Maybe you've experienced this. Maybe you've experienced gossip on different levels. Maybe you're one that someone has, has said things about you that were harmful. You know, I want you to know that if there was any truth in that at all, there is no condemnation or shame for you because God, it, when we go to him and we ask him um, for uh, and we repent of whatever that was, it says that he chooses to forget that. Let's just read it. It's over in Hebrews. It says, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and lawless deeds. I will remember no more. And then he takes that just like that father in the Bible that's depicted in the prodigal son. And that son who was ashamed and had gone and done all these things. And he covered him with a robe. So God very much is wants to restore you and forget those things and put them behind you and clothe you in, um, in righteousness and salvation. So this is for, if you're listening to this and maybe you have, um, you have been one to participate in gossip and slander. And let me say this, I believe most people have, I would I, I I don't like to use the word everyone has, but I would believe most people have participated in this because it is um a a part of human nature that kind of goes along with pride, jealousy, and strife. It goes hand in hand with that. And it's very part of the human nature, that that old person. And um Unless you're walking in full maturity and you've always walked in full maturity, then you've participated in it at one time or another. But let me tell you something. What you can do is you can repent and repent means to turn away from that and move forward. Paul said this. Paul said, 
I know, I recognize that I've not attained. But here's something that I do. I forget the things which are behind me. What is, what's behind him? Everything that he's repented from. It's not just his past, but it's the things that he has turned away from. And because he's turned away from it, it's now behind him. It's not beside him. It's not in front of him. God doesn't, that's the accuser. Satan is the accuser who is constantly bringing up your past, who is constantly bringing up your mistakes. That's not God. It says that Jesus is your advocate, pleading your case, and Satan is the accuser. So you turn away from those things and you look forward. If you um, stay in your past and you allow the shame and the guilt and the condemnation to overcome you, because Satan will try to clothe you in that shame, guilt, regret, and condemnation, then it is going to paralyze you. And again, here there is a whole nother, that's why gossip, uh, God despises it so much because it hinders people from moving forward in the plan that he has for them. It's continually linking that thing to them that he he says, I remember no more. So if he remembers it no more, then we need to remember it no more. And especially we shouldn't bring it up. Okay. We have a, a couple of minutes left. So I want to, I want to go ahead and finish this. Um, God has a plan for everyone and our gossip and our slander can hinder it. And this just is not who God is and it's not how he operates and it's not how he wants his children to operate. There's several scriptures that talks about, I'm just going to reference them really quick and you can go look them up. But Romans 129 basically lists all of these things and that God does not want to see in our life and one's murder. Okay. And then he puts gossip in there. So that that's how serious this is. It is linked in there with some of the, the worst things like evil mindedness and, and all of that. There's something about also not listening to gossip at all. James three, six says where there is no wood, the fire goes out and where there is no tell bearer strife ceases. So he likens it to a fire. And then we go on and see that, um, oh, I'm sorry, that's in Proverbs 26, 20. And then in James 3 and 6, it says, and the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set on among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire by hell. So what it means is that flame that's put in our mouth, it comes directly from hell. That our tongue, it says that it um, sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire by hell. So imagine this, when you say that little thing in your heart that you know you're not supposed to say, it's a private matter about someone else. It's none of your business and it's not your story to tell. Um, when you say that, maybe you didn't mean harm in, in, okay, um, you were doing something that was very much a part of human nature, but you were not intending to really harm that person or that organization or whatever it may be. But what happens is it was a little fire sent by hell and you took that fire and you just flicked it into the forest. 
Now, when the whole forest is burning down and you're watching, you're like, okay, that's, that's, oh no, that's not what I wanted to happen. But we have to recognize that that's very much what can happen. What does it say? Don't play with fire, right? We just need to leave it alone. Ephesians 4.29 says, Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good and necessary for edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. Again, that's Ephesians 4.29. So just ask yourself, um, is this going to edify the person that I'm talking to right now? Is it going to edify the person, say, if you're talking about a person or a situation, is it going to edify them and build them up? And is it going to bring grace to everyone that is hearing what I'm saying? If not, I would reevaluate what you're saying because you are treading, I think, right there with that fire from hell that could could do some damage. Um. So again, avoid it all, at all costs, but how do we do that real quick? And I'm going to give you a couple, just two little things that you can do. Um, if you're in a conversation and suddenly it turns to gossip and you're, you, you don't realize, you're like, how did that just happen? I'm really trying to avoid gossip. Now I'm sitting here with this person. I don't want to listen to it. I don't want to participate in it. So what, what now? You know, you almost feel trapped. What you can do, um, and this may be hard at first, but, you know, do it with grace and love and just say, hey, I, um, I'm not comfortable talking about this because God has shown me um, what gossip and slander is. Or you can say the Lord has dealt with me about not talking about the private matters of anyone's life, that I'm to leave that alone. Um, Again, you don't care if there's bits of truth in it or not. You're just walking in love and walking in the footsteps of your father. And that's not a place that he walks. Okay. He could expose everyone and he, he covers us instead. Um, or say if you're in a group, say you're in a group setting and it turns to gossip, excuse yourself. Just remove yourself from that conversation. It's a little easier because, um, and if you want to go ahead and say that and, and because it, and again, say it in a way that, um, you know, you're not looking down or judging anyone else. You're just like, Hey, I I can't participate in this. And then maybe someone will ask you, you know, some people may not like it (laughs) at first, but I, I believe people will then begin to, well, what is it? Why, why is it a big deal to you? Why does it matter? And you can tell them why it matters. So next week, we're going to be talking about words of life. And I'm really excited about that. This was a hard subject this week, but I'm so, you know, thankful that you tuned in and listened. And I pray that it's going to, it is going to encourage you because remember what we're doing here is we are um, encouraging and building one another up so we can do the good things that God planned for us long ago. Gossip and slander is not a part of that. It will hinder us and it will hinder them. So we're going to stay far away from it. Again, thank you so much for joining me and I hope you have a blessed day. I will see you again next week.